0: What is going on? It's been a damn minute. It's been a damn minute, but we're back better than ever, Coast to Coast, 2023. We're here talking about some NFL playoff predictions, but first and foremost, boys, how are we doing? Fantastic. Glad to be back. Glad to be back as well. Jose, I think you're muted. Yeah, I cannot hear you. Starting off
1: with a banger. (laughs) Coming back
0: with a banger. (laughs) Bro, I was literally just saying
2: we gotta brush that rust off.
0: Yeah, there we go. (laughs) We is brushing rust off. It's all good. Yeah. That's all. But we back. And hey, all of our teams made the playoffs. Uh, at least in the NFL playoffs. Fantasy, we had a little Mm -hmm. split. So shout out Jose and Carson. Damar Hamlin. Yeah, let's tell the people about that real quick.
1: So what we were heading into Monday night, I was up thirty points, and you had Diggs, Higgins, and (laughs) Joe Burrow, who all three of them were for sure going to put up more than thirty points, like unless all three of them like got injured in the first quarter and didn't come back. But then, or the game gets canceled. Yep, game gets canceled, and then you got to play the. You know the what if game, but who knows what could have happened? Because technically, they maybe couldn't have put up thirty points, but yeah, we ended up splitting the money. So you know what? I, if you want to say you won, I'm I'm giving you that. I'm not gonna go around saying I won, but that money was nice though. <laughs> oh, I still haven't even got.
2: I, I ain't even got mine, bro.
0: That's how it works though. They Ain't gonna pay. <laughs> you gotta hustle. They just went ghost.
1: Yeah, yeah they you, you gotta. Yeah, as soon as it's time to pay for fantasy football, it's crickets.
0: We just need to see the punishment, though. I'm win for that. but Oh, yeah. Hey. We need Galvez on that. All I got to say is, what's it? Who is it? Ramondre Stevenson and who else sold it for me? Oh, ja- it's Ramondre to- Stevenson and Jacoby Myers. Both got hurt in like the last game. I need to oh, win. Man. Hit They're both – of all people that get hurt.
1: Patriots went out sad.
0: They went out I know. Thank goodness they ain't in these playoffs. But we got to dive in. Let's start off yeah. with the first game on Saturday on Fox, Seattle at San Francisco. The hottest team in football. I mean, no doubt about it. I believe 10 straight wins as they head into this NFC um, playoff wildcard matchup. I mean... What does Seattle have to do if they want to win this game? Because I think we know what San Fran's got to do. They got to play the regular ball. But Carson, I'll ask you, what's Seattle have to do? Is it just going to be Geno Smith willing these guys to victory? Yeah, I guess it's just got to be Geno
1: not turning the ball over, getting Metcalf and Lockett involved. Just – I feel like the key to them is just like – just. You know, I feel like if there is a spot you could maybe go at the Niners, it would be the secondary. So if you're just throwing it up to lock in Metcalf trying to get, you know, PIs or or let them come, come down with the ball, I guess that's really it because, you know, Kenneth Walker's a beast, but the Niners have shown that, you know, they can really shut down any running back, any running attack. Their, their run defense is that good. And I think it would really just be up to, you know, Gino trying to get them in like a shootout or something. But as we've seen, you know, like that Raiders game, like, the Niners can get in a shootout too. So I think that would be the recipe for success for them. But it's it's going to be a long way uphill if the Seahawks want to beat this Niners team because they're super, super hot right now. They're playing on all cylinders.
0: Yeah. Jose, what about you?
2: Yeah, I believe Lockett is going to be active for this game. So, I mean, you really just have to have, you know, your receivers able to get separation, able to get open within you know, against this Niners defense. That has been stellar. And – this old line for the Seahawks has not, you know, No, it's, it's definitely going to be, you know, a lot of, a lot of type of finesse plays, you know, trying to get quick reads, maybe some rollouts to get Gino on the right side, you know, rolling to DK, something like that. And just, you know, dink and dunk until, you know, you're, you're in position to score. So you just got to take, take what you can get if you're Seattle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only way Seattle will, wins this game is that they can really knock Brock pretty off his feet. If they're, I mean, they don't have, you know, outside of Bucheno Wosu, they don't really have a great pass rush, but, you know, it's going to be the guys in their secondary. But the thing is, the guys in their secondary are really young. I mean, their two best corners are rookies this season. I mean, Wolin's been fantastic uh, out of UTSA and same with um, Kobe Bryant from Cincinnati, but those guys are playing their first playoff great game, so it's going to be tough for them. But, I mean, I think the only reason way the Niners lose this game is if Brock Purdy just, you know, collapses under pressure, which we haven't seen yet. So, you, you know, people are going to think it's bound to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen in this round. Um, and, yeah, just DK and Tyler Lockett just putting on 100-yard-plus performances each. But I think San Fran wins this game uh, handling covers. So, uh, Same. It's like that. San Fran moving on. Uh, I think a game that can go either way, you can argue either way, is the uh, New York Giants versus the Minnesota Vikings. Both play both teams with uh elite running backs and Dalvin Cook and Saquon Barkley. However, Vikings got an elite wide receiver in Justin Jefferson, who can win you a game alone, which you don't see from any receivers. And then uh solid defensive units from both. But I mean the X factors that come from the quarterback play here, I mean, is you know Kirk Cousins is going to be a playoff performer is Daniel Jones going to show that he's worth an extension uh Jose what are your thoughts on this game
2: yeah i really want the best for Daniel Jones just because i need the the Giants to stay mediocre and not draft another QB and hopefully you know overtake <laughs> this Giants team is actually very nice like for yeah. what they have this is a nice little squad and They've played Minnesota. I believe it was in Minnesota, uh, week fourteen or something, like three or four weeks ago. And I mean, they barely lost that game to a like sixty one yard field goal at the very end. But I mean, this is like this is a gritty ass team that you know can definitely scrape up a win if they need to. And we all know we all know the Kirk Cousins, you know,
1: headlines. So it's really it's really gonna be up to that.
0: Nah, hundred percent,
1: Carson. What are your thoughts? Yeah, shout out to Giants, Brian Dayball. He has to be has to be coach of the year. I mean, you look, you know, you look at this Giants roster and to see like what they've done this season compared to like you know, like the receivers or certain guys that they, you know, the talent that they might be missing. He's really maximized everybody on that team, top to bottom. Um, I think I feel like the public consensus is so far on the Giants side, considering that, you know, their play style, their how smart they are, how tough they are is like. Probably like the Achilles heel, like the best possible matchup to, to beat a team like the Vikings, who are not gritty, you know, sometimes don't really play all that smart. I feel like it's just swinging too far to the Giants side because like the Vikings, like as fraudulent as they are, they do have Jetta's like a, a game breaking guy. And they just always find a way, no matter how frustrating it is, like you want to see them lose. Like they always find a way. And yeah, you can call it luck, but at some point they've been doing it all season. And when are you gonna call it how it is? Like they just like for some reason have figured out how to win these, you know, these close games. I feel like we're gonna see that. I feel like the Vikings are still gonna end up taking in like the last couple minutes, despite the Giants probably playing, you know, way better than them ninety-95% of the time. But I feel like the Vikings are just gonna still figure out a way to to pull through. Giants will go home sad. They'll come back better next year. The Vikings will get crushed by whoever they play in the next round in the uh, in the second round.
0: So that's my prediction.
1: Yeah. I think the Vikings are barely going to squeak by.
0: No, hundred percent. i be- I believe I'm correct. This is Kevin Stefanski's head coaching playoff uh, debut. Same with Brian Gable. Uh So that's a big thing. Oh, you I mean, mean yeah. uh, O'Connell? O'Connell? Oh, O'Connell? O'Connell. My bad. Not Stefanski. Yeah. He's got O'Connell's debut. Um, this is. Big, I think, for either coach. I don't think it's big for Brian Dable, but I think they got to see O'Connell has to win this game, I think, more importantly for his job. because Yeah, Vikings they have all the pressure. Vikings have all the pressure. For sure. Exactly. And I think this is also important for Daniel Jones in terms of getting the extension. If he doesn't win this game, I think the Giants move on from him. I think it's too much. Um, But then again, you also got to look at the side. is His receivers are terrible. I mean, Darius Slayton and Richie yeah. James are their top two options. Uh, Richie James is not a wide receiver through on many rosters in the NFL, uh, sadly mm-hmm. enough. But I think it does come down uh, to the quarterback play here. And I think with, you know, the limited receiving options that this uh, Giants team has, I think the Vikings are going to squeak away with a uh, close one. Um, it's going to be as long as they can hold down that run game. Um, but like I said, it's like you guys said, it's going to be uh, a game that can sway either way, but I'll take the Vikings, but would surely not be surprised to see the Giants pull away with a win here. So (laughs) Dallas versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Uh, a team that was flying this year in the Cowboys, and a team of Tampa that hasn't been so hot. But I think Tampa might be the one that's being favored here by the public eye. Jose, you got to give us your inside scoop on this and what you think.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, rematch of week one, we all know how that went for the Cowboys. Absolutely, mm. you know, the worst way we could have started a season, right? Dak goes down, we get absolutely destroyed. We already have a game highlight that's, you know, going viral at Mike Evans one-hander. Like, the worst way we could have started. But this, you know, ever since then, this Tampa team has not, you know, that was lucky the peak of their season. That's the hottest, you know, they looked pretty much all year. And mm-hmm. I think this Cowboys game kind of got really hot you know for a few weeks and then the past few weeks have just been slowly slowly showing me that they're gonna they're gonna end up choking in the playoffs again and sadly I think I have to take the bucks in this matchup just because they have our number despite you know them having a losing record despite you know their receivers haven't been clicking Brady's timing you know all of that stuff they they know how to beat us and that's what matters and Dak Prescott has looked just about as off as Brady has. And it's just, it's it's not a good look right now. Pollard's been banged up for a few weeks, so he might not be fully effective. And it, it's sad to see. I really hope my boys pull it out, but faith is at an all time low
0: right now. Hey, you can't, you kind of have faith in them when they got the Modesto Christian legend, baby. Represent Bland's been absolute right, stuff button. for them this year. Like, not even us, yeah. just like, just like homie, like, like dick ride this man. Like this man's actually been good. Like,
1: yeah. Solid, shout like, out, shout level out and he's from the Mo. Shout out, yeah. Shout out, Bland.
0: Hometown hero, but. But, Joel, yeah. what are your thoughts? Where Are you going with Jose as well? Do you think Tampa's going to squeeze this one out? Yeah, I mean, it's like Groundhog
1: Day with the Cowboys, man. I mean, I feel like these – the last, like, you know – four or five seasons now they've always been really really solid you know you definitely you can't argue that they're not a contender they've been really really talented but it's like every year with them it's like you know they get to the playoffs and you still feel super shaky especially against you know they're going against a team in the bucks who they're gonna they're gonna have home field advantage you know the bucks have looked very very shaky all year but they still have tom brady and i feel like with Rodgers, you can't really say that anymore like the, the Rodgers, like you know like, oh, it's Rodgers. He's going to figure it out. He's going to find a way to come back. That died. He lost to the Lions in Lambeau. That's over. Brady, even, you know, no matter how dysfunctional this year has been for them, I still feel like it's Brady. You know, he's going to find a way to figure it out. Like Jose said, they, the Bucks. you know, have that game against them at the beginning of the season. And even with the Cowboys, you know, elite pass rush with Micah Parsons, uh, you know, with CD, I just – I'd rather have Brady over Dak. I I just would rather have it. And I, I I feel like, you know, I don't want to pick the Cowboys when all they've showed me the last few years in the playoffs is that they end up folding in the first or second round. And right. low key though, y'all might want to lose this because. I was McCarthy, just about to say that. Hey, if, if y'all lose, McCarthy has to go. It's been what, three years now, four years with yeah. him. Yeah. He's got to go. And sure. if I'm Sean Payton, I'm like, I'm looking at all the teams I could go to. I'm like the Cowboys, for sure. Have the most talent.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. he won't go there because of Jerry Jones. I don't think. Yeah. I think that's so? the reason that holds him back. He wants as much mm. power as he can get. That's why he wants Arizona uh, because he wants the GM job. Oh, he's gonna GM and coach. Yeah, he wants. I can to do see that. I don't want Brian. That's
1: fair. I'd rather coach the Cowboys though. Do the the Cardinals are shit show. Even, oh, even God. like I feel like I don't know how much he makes them better to be honest. Like yeah. probably like uh, like a maybe like three wins or so. But at the end of the day, what does that even really make you? But like this, Murray. like the Cowboys with Sean Payton, like could be very yeah. serious. Because as much as I hate to say it, because right? I don't, because I don't want to see the Cowboys
0: win. But yeah,
1: already I mean, got extended, what? right?
0: Uh, he yeah. has a hold up. The first, I think the Cardinals have a top five pick. Yeah, they have the number three pick in the draft. That's crazy. What are the odds they
2: explore a quarterback?
0: No. They'll go for Will know. Anderson. I think they'll go for Anderson or uh, Jalen Carter to replace uh, TJ Watt. I Hey, mean, not a
1: bad point to bring up, though, because the Cardinals have done that before. They literally took Josh Rosen, and then the next year, they got the number one pick. They're like, yeah, Rosen's not the guy. We're going to go with Murray. And like, was, yeah, and it was when a new regime came in and Cliff. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past them, but yeah, definitely, I feel like yeah, I feel like Anderson's on the board. Like
0: the thing is, uh, like I mean, with trading Murray, I mean, like yeah, you could get a lot of value out of it, but like, is this a roster you want to completely rehaul? I mean, like, I guess you can say Low-key. so, but yeah, Low-key. they don't really. I mean, nice of what though. they got, Buddha Simmons, they got uh, Simmons. I mean, DJ Humphreys is like a big tackle they have signed up. But, like, yeah. what's his name? Uh, who am I thinking of? Like, Rondell Moore is probably going to be their wide receiver one next year because Hopkins is probably leaving. Um, kind of gross. No, yeah. It's a, I, don't, I mean, they got to make uh, yeah, massive moves. So, yeah, maybe. Uh, they won't do it, but, you know, if if I was for some reason in that position, I would consider it.
1: That is fair. Like, yeah, Payton would have control, and he would, like, he'd be able to kind of do whatever he
0: wants to kind of be able to, like, come in. Like yeah. But he likes the job because he likes Murray, apparently. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I saw so. him. So let's move on to a game that I don't even think they should have at this point. The Bills versus the Dolphins. Skyler Thompson, the seventh-round rookie, who is far from a different other seventh-round rookie quarterback, is going up against the Buffalo <laughs> Bills. Oh, my goodness. Wait, is he for I'm, sure starting? It's not. Yeah, Teddy? he is expected to be starting. That's what all my Twitter – Uh, Yes, lines are seeing. Skylar Thompson is prepared to be the starter. Is there any hope? No, no,
1: none. None. There's none. Um, I I feel like the Bills
0: are playing for everything. You know, their teammate Damar Hamlin. I mean, thank goodness he's back out of the hospital, but they're going to have that backing them. There's no way Mike McDaniel wins this game. (laughs) No, no
1: it would be one of the craziest like playoff upsets ever like considering yeah like you said like the bills have like you know so much emotion like surging through their veins they're like the bills i feel like their whole team is just like pack a punch right now like they're all playing like with an extra level of intensity and focus like they really 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 want this for obvious reasons and the dolphins yeah skylar thompson i mean there's only so many times you can throw it up to Hill and and waddle. And it's like, it's Kyler Thompson can even really like, you know, get them the ball like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. McDaniel's got to have the craziest offensive game plan, just like running screen passes for his wideouts the whole game and like short, like drags.
2: Hypothetically though, does this, does that change a lot with Tua? Like how much does the odds change with
0: Tua in there? No, I say it's better with Tua. I mean, Tua has been one yeah. of the best passers this season, but for sure. But I you're mean, still taking the Bills, right? Oh no, yeah, I'm still thinking of Bills, but it's not going to be. Yeah, I think it could be 38 to 10 this game.
1: I would yeah. not. Be yeah, with Thompson in there, to me, it's like a no brainer, Bills. But if Tua were playing, I'd still pick the bo- the the Bills. But like, you could tell me the Dolphins would come out on top, and I'd believe it just because, like, I mean, they've shown. I mean, you know, they beat the Dol- them. They've had. T- yeah, they beat them. They had two really, really close games, uh, um, both times they played with Tua. Um, so I, I feel like it'd be much closer for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: And then another game. Who we're seeing another third-string quarterback expected to come out. Baltimore is expected to start Anthony Brown against the Cincinnati Bengals. That's Bro. just going to be even more horrendous. Uh, because I just threw up in my mouth. Hearing that yeah. like it's
2: like on Madden 100%. when you don't have
1: the rights to a player, you just have to like create like a third string guy, and, and EA just like it's like, oh, 59 here's not overall, Anthony, yeah, yeah, here's Anthony Brown. Yeah. I know
0: uh, that's gonna be tough. I mean, they've had banged up running back core all year, Uh wide receivers out, uh, receiving options outside of Andrews is nothing uh at this moment. I mean, it's Bengals all the way. Are we right? Yeah. Yeah, Bengals all the way. Um, I, I feel like they've
1: closed the season out really, really strong. I feel like the Bengals, you know, we, we talk a lot about the Chiefs. We talk a lot about the Bills, especially with what happened. But, I feel like, the Bengals, like, like the Bengals can compete with anybody in the AFC. And I feel like people are, you know, still sleep on them. They made the Super Bowl last year, and they're really, really, really hot at the right time. Because I feel like we were definitely talking about at the beginning of the season. Like, they were not playing that well. And slowly and mm-hmm. steadily, you know, as the season progressed, they got much, much better. And I feel like they're they're just as scary as as the you know the Bills and the Chiefs. And that's I think exactly it starts right. with this. I think yeah, they're for sure going to take the Ravens down. Because yeah. what's yeah. the max amount of points the Ravens can really score? Like seventeen points. That was good.
0: Exactly like <laughs> what I thought.
1: Six. I feel like the Bengals they gotta get to like twenty. Like that's it. Like and, and that's game. Yeah. Yeah.
2: This is tough. This is Loki. This is Loki going to be a fucking slaughter. Like I'm not even excited to watch this anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the only way I'd see the Ravens just keeping it close would just be like, like they would have to just be fantastic on the ground. Like with, you know, yeah. it's like whoever, whatever running back, they throw out there. like, you never know week to week with the Ravens, but like, yeah. and they just defense, have to control the clock.
0: Yeah. I mean yeah. like yeah. Yeah. just like destroys Joe Mixon and Marcus Peters plays corner for once in his life. Like that's about yeah. it. I mean, Anthony yeah, run but that's a lot game. to ask. That's a lot to ask. Yeah, but like he's not an MVP. Like, (laughs) and Tyler Huntley played well. He's a top five backup QB, probably. So, but Mm. this next one game, I'm excited about. By the way, I think the top three teams in the AFC, you can argue, are the best three teams in the NFL outside of the Niners. For sure. For
2: sure. Because they had the
0: best three QBs in the NFL. So, yeah. um, Moving on, Los Angeles Chargers versus Jacksonville in Jacksonville. This is going to be a good game, I think. you got two of the best young quarterbacks that haven't broken into that upper echelon yet of Joe Burrow, uh, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Justin Herbert's obviously a little bit farther along, but Trevor Lawrence is well on his way to this. Um, I think you can go either way. What do you guys think? Yeah, this
2: is probably the most uh, evenly matched game, I think. But at the same time, I feel like it could also be a blowout either way, just because you know the Chargers can get very hot and score in flurries, especially if Mike Williams is playing for this game. But the Jaguars can also do that. I mean, you saw them put up 40 on my Cowboys and, and just like look absolutely dominant, but then you know, it's also a very young team that has not had a lot of experience, a lot of new players on this team. But I I really think the Jaguars are going to pull this out as much as, you know, I really love the Chargers. Obviously I love Herbert, but Staley just is going to find a way to
0: lose. Sadly. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, His job yeah. might be on the line here. Honestly. Totally agree. It, could, it yep. could be. It could be. Because if he didn't make the playoffs this year, he was for sure gone. But mm-hmm. now it's a little. Yeah. Bigger. If not this year, like next year would definitely be like,
1: he be burning on the hot
0: seat yeah so jose you got the drag wires. carson where you swim
1: i'm probably gonna lean towards the chargers this game is so i feel like this game is just going to be like the wildest roller coaster ride ever i mean i feel like we can all agree like these are two very like these are two teams that make very like head scratching decisions you know, on both sides i mean you know you mentioned staley you know even doug peterson you know he's very aggressive you know as as much as he you know has some pretty crazy fourth down conversions. He also makes some pretty dumb decisions on like fourth down or just in general. Um, to, you know, this will be Herbert's first playoff game. You know, Trevor Lawrence's first playoff game. That's very very exciting. Just because you know these are you know going to be two of you know two of the mega franchise quarterbacks that we're going to be watching for the next like decade or so. I'm going to go with the Chargers just because of Herbert. I think Herbert, he's shown, like, you know, hasn't been in the playoffs yet, but he's had plenty of moments where, like, you know, late in in games that he he's come through and, and he's bossed up. Um, and I think the Jaguars, you know, I feel like they – I feel like they might feel like they have a little bit of pressure on them considering that they're at home. Um, you know, they've been playing really well heading late in the season. But I'm still going to go with the Chargers just because of – I feel like just because of Herbert alone, really. I feel like Herbert – we'll figure out a way and to me I feel like the Jaguars like Jose was alluding to it like they kind of like sometimes they're very streaky sometimes they're on sometimes they're off and when they go off when they turn off it it does not look good at all and especially you know Bosa's going to be playing you know Derwin James he's he's there he's good
0: yeah I believe he should he's uh healthy for this matchup checking right now yeah, yeah Gary, the only
2: players out are Rashawn Slater and potentially Mike Williams.
1: Mm-hmm. Potentially, Mike Williams. Yeah, I'm still gonna go with the Chargers, but man, I can see this being like like 43 to 37 or like so just like something that would wacky. Be crazy. That would be crazy.
0: Yeah, like super high scoring fourth quarter. Like there's like like obnoxious. Like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is definitely um, a game I'm
2: the most excited for just because Eugene is gonna be fucking
0: live for this. Yeah, hundred percent. And, hey, I think Jacksonville will have a good showing out there. Uh, I mean, better than it would have been at SoFi. SoFi would have just been a bunch of football fans, not even Chargers fans, uh, because we know those don't exist. But uh, (laughs) give me Jacksonville. I think one of the most underrated receiving units in the league, Zay Jones, has played like a wide receiver one. Christian Kirk worth every penny he was paid. And Evan Ingram has had a career rejuvenation there in Jacksonville this season. Um, And one of the most – like underrated secondaries in the league. Uh, Darius Williams uh, leads the team with 16 past deflections. He was a key part uh, for the Rams uh, on those teams a couple years ago. Uh, Tyson Campbell has been one of the best corners in football this year. Rashawn Jenkins, shout out to you. He's been absolutely phenomenal. I know Jose witnessed firsthand what he did to the Cowboys uh, having like 18 tackles as a career high and having that pick six that was able to seal the game for them. Um, I think, It's going to be a lot of these young guys for Jacksonville coming out, which is the only hard thing that, you know, at least some of these chargers guys, you know, have experience with Bosa, Mac, uh, all sorts of those guys. But um, give me Trevor Lawrence to pull an upset off, but they're losing to Kansas city. No doubt about it. So uh, I guess this might be a big, this might be a big ETN game too.
2: Mm. Uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I think anyone like making it out of the AFC
2: is winning is
0: winning the Super Bowl, to be honest. So let's 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 call it out now. While we have it right here, start of the wild card weekend. This is your Super Bowl prediction. Just if you want to do the matchup, winner or both. Yeah. Start at uh, it.
2: for me and the AFC, it's between it's between the Chiefs and the Bengals for me. And I think I just have to take the Chiefs just because, you know, it's Patty Malone's in in game time. So, I think I'm taking the Chiefs out of the AFC, and I'm taking the Niners out of the NFC.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: And I'm probably picking the Chiefs.
0: All right. Carson, what you thinking? As much as I want to differ
1: for the sake of entertainment, I got to go with that because I I picked the Chiefs at the beginning of the year. I just think – you know especially with the circumstances you know them getting the one seed even though you know if they they do end up winning it'll be argued that you know didn't really deserve it or whatever depending on how the bills bengals game actually played out um but just the fact that they fell into the one seed i think is super super important it's gonna be such a big advantage for them going forward i think mahomes you know mahomes he's had a fantastic year but i feel like he so just looks like kind of bored out there and it still feels like there's another level he can jump to, especially like he's going to turn it on in the playoffs. He's going to, you know, really lock in and just show everybody that he he's the guy, like he is the, like the alpha, he's the number one guy. Um, it's no one else. It's him. Um, and the chiefs are going to figure out a way. I, yeah. I think definitely the Bengals will probably be the biggest cop for them because, you know, they beat the chiefs. I mean, I think they're what, like burrows undefeated against, against the chiefs. As much as I want to see the Bills, I think that level of, of uh, you know, extra oomph that they're playing with because of Hamlin, I feel like is a pro and a con because I feel like they're going to play with a lot of energy, but that could also come with playing with a little too much energy to where they might not be playing as smart in certain situations. And, and we've seen, I feel like as much as we love Josh Allen, he makes some questionable stuff. He makes some questionable decisions, you know, in crunch time. So I, I, that's why I would feel weird picking the Bills. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. And then the Niners, I just love how they closed out the season. They are so hot right now. And I think the Brock Purdy, I think that that script is just way too good. That script is way too good for the NFL, not to the (laughs) someone. And the Eagles, as much as I think the Eagles would play the Niners, like I think that's an NFC championship game, you know, made in heaven. Um, I just, I feel like it's all about who's going into the playoffs hot. And I just like how the Niners have gone into the playoffs. More than the Eagles because the Eagles, I feel like they maybe peaked at the wrong time. I feel like you know, yeah, we'll see. If it was Hertz being injured, but I haven't really liked how they closed out the season per
0: se. I was just finished for me. Yeah, I'll go different though. I think it's going to be Niners Bills. Uh, I think if the if Hurts didn't get injured at the end of the season, I think he would have he would win the MVP, and I think the Eagles would I think the win the Super Bowl. But I think now that he got injured. They're a little bit out there. And Lane Johnson. Mm -hmm. That too. I mean, as much talent as they have on their roster, I mean, a veteran guy like him, it's hard to lose on their team. I mean, you still got, you know, Smith, Brown, uh, Goddard, all his great receiving options. Miles Sanders had a breakout season. But, man, I think it's just hard for the Niners uh, to not be a team because – George Kittle is playing like he did when he broke the tight end record a couple of years ago. Because that that unlocked him. Iowa State, the Iowa connection. You never thought you'd see that with those bitter rivals. (laughs) Yeah. But um, I think the Bills are seriously going to do it for Hamlin. I think that's what's going to drive them. Uh, You know, Diggs is going to continue to dominate. I think Gabriel Davis is going to show what he did in the playoffs last year with his dominance. And uh, I think Micah Hyde is expected to be back for these playoffs. Uh, I think at least by the AFC championship game. And I think he's a huge part of this defense. If you have him and Poyer back there and the Chiefs, I'm a little worried because Jarek McKinnon has been their best offensive player and he's been great, mind you, but that's a hard guy to rely on when it comes to the playoffs. I mean, also you got Kelsey, but outside of Juju, they don't have many other receiving options that I trust. I mean, do I trust Kadarius Toney in a playoff scenario? Do I trust MVS? I don't think so. So, give me the Bills versus the Niners and I think the Bills win this one. Uh, it's going to be another heartbreak for us in San Francisco, but that's what I'll ride with. So, so. That would be was incredible. Was that 2020? The last time
2: that happened? Yes. 2020.
0: Okay. I watched it with you. You uh, Yeah, you and, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, it was at, at my house. Me
2: and Josh. That yeah, was, a was like, what, right the
0: one. the Niners Super Bowl. Yeah. Literally I right,
2: like a month before COVID hit, which is
0: crazy. I, I walked out of Jose's yeah. house in tears. That was tough. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. We had it too. Man. We Fucking had it. And if Trubisky tart didn't drop a damn interception, he'd still have oh, a damn man. job, and he'd be in the playoff. We'd be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But you know, yeah, you know.
1: I, I think it would have been in the Bengals. It would have been close. but I think we still could have pulled
0: it out. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll I'll leave you guys with this: if Brock Purdy makes the super bowl doesn't have to win it who's the starter in San Francisco next year
2: Brock Purdy
0: Yeah there's there's Brock.
2: no like there's no other option
0: So do no. you just like trade Lance and keep Garoppolo
2: Yeah or you let them compete it for a season if you know Lance can't win his job back then it's Purdy's job like it's that pretty that simple
0: I think it's going to be hard for them to move off of Lance I think this offense is just so easy to play in i think that lance just has an extra level of athleticism but it's going to be hard denying a quarterback that just made the super bowl and it's not like yeah. it's jimmy g who's in the 30s uh brock purdy's what like 24 or something like that probably, he's younger yeah. than the guy who just won the natty uh 65 to 7 a couple of days ago but <laughs> yeah oh
2: probably my gosh lance. probably the same age Dude, lance 20, probably oh, like 22 bro he is 22 what the... yeah
1: yeah that's crazy
2: Yeah, gotta roll with Brock. Oh, Brock Brock. Okay, they're like the same. He's 23. Bro, Stenson
1: Bennett, 25, bro. That's insane. Anthony Brown, 26. He's a rookie. Oh, what? Oh, my God. I'm just, I'm slightly worried that, like, Purdy, like, you know, the the Mr. Irrelevant rookie is going to come out a little bit in the playoffs because I feel like we've been spoiled. The fact, like, like we're just waiting for him to like make a rookie mistake or whatever but he hasn't like he's played so well like he's yeah. been so efficient like i feel like i'm just nervous and like you know waiting for this stream to end but hopefully it doesn't man because like so far i mean he's what like seven and oh it's played phenomenal yeah. he's like, about to he be a big ben
0: out here in this shit make yeah. the run all the way all right any more more points to add i don't think so man i'm excited uh, for
1: we, we got a couple basketball. Games. Year, I think,
0: oh yeah, basketball. We definitely got to talk about. We're gonna go watch hey, that like boy me. Giannis. Go see that boy Giannis for the first time tomorrow. It's gonna be sick. But hey, that should be a great game. We'll get back rolling. Appreciate you boys. Nice being back. And as always, CusCus Podcast signing out. Peace.